This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, Pat. So, uh, well, I mean, you're welcome to to unveil as much or as little as you want. The Hall of Fame voting has come out. You are one of the senior BBWAA members. You're a single-digit guy, I believe. Uh, I, I haven't seen this year. I was six last year. We'll see if uh, we'll see if everybody made it through a year every year. Actually, how how old is the number one? Uh, I am not sh- even sure who it is now because Sid only had it for 11 months. Sid was, uh, Seymour Siwoff had it for years and Sid was number two and then Seymour died and then, uh, Sid, Sid has had number one, but he didn't quite make a full year. So uh. I, I don't know who number one is now. Uh, somebody sent me the list, but I don't have it. And, uh, uh, so I, uh, I don't know age wise, uh, I'm 77. I don't know if I'm the youngest of the uh, top six or not. But uh, <laughs> You're a popper. I think it was Ira Burkow who wrote a column about when he first got under 20 that it was like, it's your, you're watching your, you're watching your mortality fade. Into the, you know, you're just watching yourself. Uh, so uh, one year I was, I got down to nine and that was kind of traumatic. And then it popped back up to 11 because they let some people in, MLB guys and Does stuff. Bring, bring a couple of 80 year olds in to then even it out? Some or? guys who had a little more seniority than I, who were old ball riders who went to MLB. And originally they didn't let the MLB.com guys in, but then they let okay. them back in. And then I went to eight, then I went to six. And I stayed at six for a year, but uh, we'll see. I haven't gotten the new card for this year yet, so okay. I'll see where it is. But that's, uh, you know, 19, they actually put me on a list in 1970, I think, so I could do some uh, clubhouse stories on for the afternoon paper. I didn't really start the beat till 74, but I, was, I did some part-time stuff out there in the summer when the, because the, the St. Paul paper, the beat guy wrote for both papers. And when he was home, they tried to get somebody out there write the afternoon story. So then I did that a few times. So yeah. that's one of my great memories is the Ron Paranowski is opening up his mail and I'm talking to him. He's a great guy. And uh, and the, he got he got the poster that said Polish handgun on it. Then it had the barrel turned around, pointed yeah. at the guy who <laughs> shot the barrel and said, use this on yourself. <laughs> Some oh guy was bad because he flew. That was back when we had emotions about uh, baseball. Twitter like before Twitter. Yes. Twitter. That's what that is. <laughs> the boy, man, I wish I if you had a Twitter. If you had a camera back then, you could have taken a photo, you know, if you had yourself back then. Yeah. He, he, he was, he thought, he said, He's going through his mail. Look at this one. <laughs> you know, back then they were, they weren't that hypersensitive. You know, they were, you know, especially a guy like him who was a crusty old veteran. Anyway. Yeah. yeah well, I, 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 I bring, anyway, I bring it up, up because, so Scott Rowland uh, got yes. into the Hall of Fame. And I've been I think, voting for him. I don't know if I voted for him originally, but I've been voting for him for about five years. And the way, uh, I don't have a vote, but the way I sort of think about Hall of Fame voting is it's, 
you have to kind of go generation by generation because there's different, like there's the dead ball era. Yes, there's right. the, the, there's a hundred years ago, no one hit home runs and Babe Ruth starts hitting home runs. I always viewed Scott Rowland as one of the two or three best, if not the best defensive third baseman of like that 20 mm-hmm. years. And he, he knocked in a hundred runs about four or five times too. So I mean, yeah. he was he was a very good hitter. It's uh, yeah, you know, he's not a slam dunk because I think he's only got twelve hundred and eighty RBIs or something like that for his career. But uh, I thought he was a fantastic third baseman. And as some people point out, and this wasn't part of mine, but he third base is the very underserved position in Hall of Fame. Uh, I think there's only uh, twelve peer third baseman which is the least at any position and uh it it, it is because that was always a power position you know and a you know but uh yeah i think he uh he deserves it uh helton is a and helton's about the same once you say helton's the same same case basically he's just right there is he is he a hall of famer it's hard when you play in that ballpark too because it's like automatically you get yeah you get dinged for playing in the in the 90s in that ballpark but does does Roland getting in? And by the way, he he's he never led the league in any offensive category no. in any year. Rookie Joe of the Ma- year. Joe, about Joe the Mauer year had his th- only prize. Yeah. Yep. Joe Mauer had three batting titles, led the league in on base a couple times, an MVP award. Right. Does does Roland getting in have any effect on Mauer as he becomes eligible next year? Joe Maurer will not make it next year. It's a it's a tough ballot. He's coming in with about five pretty good guys, uh, but he will make it. Uh, there's I have no doubt about that. In my mind now he will make it in the year three or four, something like that. He's you know what he needs? He needs a year like this, where where there weren't a lot of you know standouts on the ballot. He needs a he needs a ballot where there's a lot of guys that only vote for three or four people and they still vote for the steroid guys. The steroid guys are going off the ballot now. So, mm. you know, the obvious steroid guys are going off the ballot. So they won't detract from Joe Mauer's getting votes, you know, because some guys were complaining there for a while. Ten wasn't enough. You can vote for ten which is preposterous that 10 isn't enough, but uh, he'll make it. Now, I, I just the standards, have, uh, the standards have been lowered. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look, my God, this, the, the, you know, as an old crusty guy, I talk about the old crusty guys who, uh, you know, would thought that, I mean, it took Harmon four or five years. It took, uh, you know, uh, everybody uh it, it there was never a unanimous uh hall of famer until who would mariano was he was he I think rivera yeah. yeah i think he was the first one yeah. so it, that's i mean what what so willie mays wasn't unanimous what the hell you know i yeah. mean it's it, it's it's and there weren't as many voters back then too there was only like maybe 300 there for a long time and they they did weed out a lot of guys too that weren't once you were a 10-year guy, you were in, and even if you left the business, you were still getting ballots and stuff, and uh, or left the beat. You know, a guy like, I know, like Steve Ashburner, I think he lost his ballot and was very bitter, but he was, you know, covered the NBA for 15 years. I brought so, him up I brought him up one time, just as, not to, like, diss him, but as an example yeah. of, like, why there's too many voters, and I, yeah. I wish I hadn't, and it got back to him, and he was not happy. <laughs> no, Ash did get a little... Uh, Ash could get a little uh, up, uh, upset. We're, we're we're okay, but uh, we're not. Uh, you know, we got. Uh, 
I think he unfollowed me because he doesn't like my politics. So, oh no! <laughs> I think it's a political uh, thing. That is shocking. Not, that, that takes sure. place. I, I'm not sure, but it was uh, there was something. But we, you know, we, we got along fine. But uh, in uh, yeah, he he was very upset when he lost his ballot. I know that. Uh, but it's uh, the process is it does. You're right, Phil. It changes year to year, year you know, and the the, the the I think the ballot is now in the Harold Baines era, right? If Harold Baines, Baines lowered all, the bar, he definitely yeah, he lowered, the, lowered bar. the bar. He lowered the bar, and and I was, I was fifty. Not me voting for Joe, but I was fifty fifty on what he was, what he how whether he was going to make it. But five years ago, but now I think he's a cinch. I, I mean, you look at it now, and he, you know, caught for but nine years and won three batting titles, and nobody yeah, else well, nine or ten. And, yeah, I mean it. It's it's he's gonna make it. He'll be he'll probably be close the first time. I would think he'll be in the sixty percentile the first time, probably. Yeah, well, he, uh, he played those second. five years at the end of his career where he played first base and DH'd and and he mm-hmm. had one three hundred season in those last five. But I am I wonder there's two things I wonder about Maurer. If he had just played the ten years at catcher and injuries drove him out of the game and he, he finished beat. He, yeah, he finished with a three twenty three average, a four hundred on base percentage, an MVP, batting titles, and the other thing is and this example is what, A, Kirby Puckett. He got exactly. driven out of the game. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah. And the so, other thing with Puckett is Puckett had the heroic World Series and playoff run. I mean, Maurer yeah. played in ten playoff games, had one double. You know, well, he had two, and Phil Cousy called well, one of them. <laughs> <Yeah. point. laughs> hey, was that their last? Was 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 that the first of the eighteen straight losses? No. Phil Cousy. No. Wasn't Cousy. Was when did no. he hit Cousy was no. Cousy was, was oh, Cousy was yeah. later. Cousy yeah. was That's later. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking it was at the end of 04, but it wasn't. It was no, We were six years into it, so yeah, five we years into it. Five years into it. Okay, Phil. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody says they never beat the Yankees. Well, they beat them in the first game in 03 and 04. And then they. And then, the, but the losing streak started with game two and 04. So, you know, actually, we're, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary in a year, year and a half of the last time they won a playoff game. We might want to consider hanging that banner at Target Field if they have a, <laughs> a celebration. Bring it. Well, they brought the celebration the of the last time they won a playoff game. Show they, brought the o, they brought the 02 team back in 212, right? Didn't they? Uh, they did. They brought them because uh, they won a playoff series. And uh, That's so dumb. And, and, well, <laughs> and then, so uh, you know, they were heroic by our standards. And now they were. They I mean, did save the Twins from contraction, but it's like, how poverty is your franchise that you have a 10-year celebration for winning a playoff round? And... I think it was more the old one team that saved them, right? Yeah. Didn't it? I yeah. mean, it was more the old one team that they kicked it up. And plus, I don't know if it ever was going to happen. I mean, Seelig, I was, I had ripped Seelig before I went to this meeting down in Arizona. And, uh, and basically, we were in a room the size of uh, a ballroom. Bud and I alone, and there was a big table in there where the owners met, and Bud was smoking his Tipperello and making laps around and talking to me as he was making laps around. Uh, and we always got along good, but telling me how screwed up I was and that really we were just doing this so Carl could get a new ballpark, which it still took him a while to get. But basically, I mean, a lot of it was off the record, but he was basically telling me that 
contraction was a crock of crap and then we were never going to do it, <laughs> you, you know, but hey, Patrick, was, Patrick, you, you think about the stops and starts and the stunts that the twins pulled around th- that time between the triad, which never existed and contraction. And, and if Bud's oh. right and he might be, you basically duped the public or attempted yeah, to well, twice. We had to do something to get your, to get your town off its dead ass. But uh, it basically was, I mean, he, he was working on getting his own ball and he'd gotten his own ballpark. And now he said, okay, let's get them one. But yeah, you're, you're, you're right. The, the triad in, in retrospect, do you think that the um, major league base, I mean, we were all just trying to do something, but I think it'll let him move to Winston Salem. <laughs> you know, oh, no. a major league baseball team. They couldn't even get Charlotte involved, or uh, you know, some town that actually had some population. It was the Triad. Yeah. Oh, why not Nashville? Why? Why not a yeah, credible well, city? I, I don't think Nashville then was as credible as it is now. Do you? Uh, the hockey made, made it, but probably but not it was more credible than Winston Salem and. <laughs> I don't even know who the other two are. Do you in the triad? Uh, Winston Salem and a couple others. It's it's not a uh, it's it's it wasn't a big league option. And but of course, luckily me, I was getting good inside information from Forcia, who ended up being a really reliable source. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's before the jail stint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before he ended up spending a little time in the Hooskow. But uh, what the hell, you know, that was what a chaotic area area that was. But what what really happened, I think, is when Carl went over to the state legislature and they abused him. You know, and and he would have, he probably would have folded her up because he was so mad at the way he was treated when he went over there. They just, you know, yeah. Anyway, yes. You're right. It was, uh, it was, uh, they were, there were some St. Paul, they were going to, Coleman had a election to build a new ballpark and wasn't a Nick, a Norm had it, had it, had gotten the hockey and he was going to get baseball too and got beat about 75% and 25%. Where were they going to put that ballpark? Is it where the Saints maybe, ballpark? Uh, maybe oh. the Saints, uh, I don't know where it was. Across the street for, from the X in, in that lot where they just built condos and restaurants. Is that right? Okay. And it was gonna because it was gonna flow the foot traffic, which actually would would have been cool down West Seventh Street to all those bars. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. a terrible idea, but it wasn't gonna work. No, wasn't gonna ever happen. So anyway, Joe, though, yeah, he'll get in. He'll get in, but he'll have to be a little bit patient. Okay. Uh, it's not gonna be immediately, but uh, I mean, when he, and I think the farther we get removed from him, the more astounded we become that we got a three-time batting champion and a guy who hit 365 while he was catching. Yeah. yeah. And the whole, I think too, like the, the, the local, the local groundswell of frustration surrounding him was always yeah. like the national writers and, and yeah. out of state baseball writers yeah. were always like, wait, Joe Maurer is a controversial figure. People don't just well, universally believe that he's a really good player. Okay. What year was he like the poster boy for the game? Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah, oh nine. I mean he, he was, was literally on the cover of MLB he, the show video game. Yes. Yeah. I mean he was the number one star in, in Major League Baseball in oh nine. And yeah. uh you know, if we 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 were uh if he'd been playing now, 
he'd be considered an Iron Man, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> for the true. Twins. Yeah, I mean, he'd be, uh, what, didn't his last, how many games did he play the, at the end there? First this is base? amazing. This is a great like point. One, Here are his, game, his games played by season, okay? One, and now compare this in your head to Byron Buxton or yes. almost any player. Yeah. 131, 140, 109, 146. Then he played 138 after missing all of April in 2009. Yes, right. He, played he basically the played the every day of the rest of the year. Yes. 137. We, we, so he got, and it's, by the way, it's your guy Barrero led the charge on this for years that he would miss 20 games because. He's a catcher. He's going to sit a day game, yeah, right? Yeah, right. But, but like 137, 138 games, 147, and people called him soft because he missed games, right? <laughs> well, the worst thing that ever happened to him was when they had Gardy write down bilateral. <laughs> they told yeah. him to describe oh. it as bilateral leg weakness, and that's – I still – somebody had a bilateral leg, leg weakness joke the other day on Twitter. I mean, not him? about him, about something else. You know, uh, got to block, got to block those and any jokes oh, yeah. about the squirrel at Target Field too. Yes, yeah, oh, I love the squirrel that, and the, uh, the trees. Trees, I, trees, trees. Was one of my first blockings of the uh, the trees. I don't know, uh, you know what? Uh, did we talk Michael Taylor the other day? Did we talk? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Boy, is that a is that an official announcement that we're we're done seeing Buck in center field too much? Right? Who plays more innings? Who plays more oh. innings in center? Michael Taylor. Oh, way, yeah, way more. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Buxton plays. Last year, their goal was to have him play 100 games. What? How close did we get? Did we get to 90? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they I think he got out. pretty close to 100. Maybe he did. And then, you know, which was a stupid. He got less abuse for having a goal of playing a hundred, the team having a goal of playing a hundred games than Joe did for bilateral. Like with Joe got more yeah. abuse for uh, that. Uh, 92, 92 games for Buck. 92. Uh, the other thing too, the Mauer, you know, people were so enamored with Mauer's contract in a non-salary cap league, by the way, I get that right. like, the contract does. If you're trying to spend within your revenue, like it does prevent you from spending, but people would, constantly bring up the contract and this is kind of like the early twitter era too and so i feel like you compare that 10 years ago to now there's this huge groundswell of people that defend kirk cousins contract for instance like yes we're so bipolar with how we view contracts and and the thing about joe's is i mean it was a celebration in march of 2010 when they signed him because he yeah. was going to go to the break the the Red Sox were going to give him all the money in the world. The Yankees, he was going to yeah. get all the money. We it was a celebration. So that was uh, what what was the number? What was the number? What it was, was twenty three million a year? Twenty three a, a year. One eighty four. Yeah, yeah. People wanted home runs, so they suddenly decided that yeah. he should be hitting home runs. And I, I don't know. The, the big <laughs> part, the part about it too, Patrick, is this: the difference between. Maurer and Buxton is, I think, if you recall, Maurer took a lot more immediate abuse from the mainstream media than Buxton has. Like, Buxton gets defended now more. And, and so I think that, that that helps his cause. People on Twitter rip him, but he doesn't get the general abuse that, that to Phil's point. Like, Barrero would pile on Joe. Well, that's going to then translate to a different 
feeling a little bit. So I, I think there's there's been a seismic shift in how things are covered too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a, you know, there is, and I'm, I'm hearing a lot of it now uh, from uh, the, uh, from kind of rip, uh, ripping the rise trade is uh, people. I mean, now oh, you, you're out of right. touch. You don't know anything about baseball, and that's uh, which is fine. I don't care. But uh, uh, you know, my, my basically, my basic problem is I like, uh, I like 300 hitters better than I like 300 strikeout guys. So that's uh, my, uh, that's my basic problem. But yeah. uh, uh it, you're right though phil it's uh we probably treated and we we probably treated joe worse than uh you know any star we've ever had around here yeah. right and, and the things that he did were kind of if you're a casual baseball fan you want home runs right you want guys to hit the ball 450 feet it's kind of boring when a guy just gets on base 40% of the time and keeps the chains he's a chains moving first down converting Catch you know what else killed him? That bunt that night in uh, Cleveland. The, 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 was yeah. it here? It was, it was here. Full house Cleveland. on it a Saturday a... night, right? Full house on a Saturday night. He booed his ass. RBI situation, and he bunted, and rather than hit a double to left center field, and they were bad, bad people. Yeah. I don't need. Did they even throw him out? Did he get it? I, I can't remember what it did, but he didn't. Well, Gardy basically ripped him after the dead game too, right? So. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was not good. You know, wasn't that fun though back then in the early when the Target Field first opened and people were emotional about? Oh, I think that was good old days. Wasn't that in 2010 when they were still good? The bunch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. was it in, in 2010 when they he was still catching and they were? It was were, after that. And the, oh, I thought when I, the crowd think... when the the stadium was still full though they were still having yes. a good crowds. So anyway. Yeah, it was a Saturday night. And he, he bunted, and the the world went nuts. It's uh, that's when we had enough fans to realize that the bunt in that situation was a bad play. Now they, you know, they no they one even knows. No one knows what's happening. And you know, and then <laughs> they got the guys. I still says they should bunt more. That's their problem. They don't bunt enough, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that they, was going to solve Buxton's problems about four years ago. He just needs to bunt yeah. more often. I don't know. He's an interesting case, man. He's they're, they're basically announcing he's a, he's not a center fielder anymore. Like bring so do you think, do you think they're going to tuck him into a, like a different position, or do you think he's no, just a no, DH? No, no, no. He'll play center field or DH. He's not. There's any place else you put him, the odds of him killing himself are a lot better than they are in center field when he used to play it. I love the guys. Couple of I got some guys saying. Uh, he's going to end up at first base. Oh, really? Let's let's put let's Shooter. make him let's put him somewhere where he's got to make quicker movements on his bad knee. Let's that's yeah. really a good that's extreme. That's and the you're gonna, you're stupidity gonna... <laughs> that's out there with people who think they know something about baseball. And you're going to hey, put him within five feet of tripping over something on every play. <laughs> yes, a better Patrick. now a bigger object to trip over than it was. Uh, we got the bigger base. Here. Here's your goal. Find out what the what the uh, goal of Falvey and Rocco is for games played for Buxton. Since we know it, it started at 100 last year. Have we mm-hmm. dumbed it down to 75? Or are we at 80? I'd like to know what the 2023 goal is. Yes. Yeah, I think on the at the uh, Friday uh, media, the, whatever that thing is they have on Friday, that's uh, 
okay, Michael A. Taylor's here. What's that mean for that? That's that's a huge storyline right now. What's that mean for Buckshot? I mean, is they're admitting that that knee is chronic now, right? Yes, aren't they? They're admitting that you know that he can't. You know, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for having a guy out there who can catch the ball and get a hit once in a while and not be Gilbert or Celestino who might run the wrong way when he gets on the bases. But, uh, you know, but it, it is a We now know why Byron Buxton took $100 million instead of waiting, right? If, if Carlos Correa was getting bounced by the medics when, when, when he went to get his big contracts, what do you think they would have said about Byron's knee? You, you know, yeah, which is actually you, you can go to the Mets, but you're going to pay them now. Actually, is what's yes, right, right. So, uh, how about how about our guy, poor Ben Johnson, coaching his ass off? He gets him to play. He's got this kid, Trayton Trayton Thompson, right, who hasn't played. The kid Alexander, right, isn't he from yeah. Al- Where's he from? Alexander yeah. hasn't played all year. He's got him out there battling, and then out of nowhere, the kid decides to shoot a three with twenty seconds left on the clock, right in front of the Gopher bench. I bet he wanted to kill himself, Ben. When he threw, what is he doing? Why is he throwing that three up there? Uh, he, he was feeling it, man. He's got he's, he's, he's in his childhood no, dream. He's in the barn. No. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Get back down there underneath the basket and get try to get a rebound. What the hell was it? They, it is a. This is the worst finishing team in the history of Big Ten basketball. They missed their last eleven shots again last yesterday. They, I mean, obviously the talent is is not there. Battle at a big game. They should not be. The collection he put on the floor last night should not have a chance to beat Indiana, right? He's got him playing. He's got him playing hard. He's got him. Indiana just played like idiots. You know, they they got one player, and they they looked at that zone the way Patino's team used to look at the Northwestern zone. You know, like ah, Tubby's team. Tubby's team was the same way. Oh yeah, generations of Gophers teams have looked at that. Yeah, that. There's seven guys on defense with that. By the way, they go play Northwestern Saturday, and Northwestern scoring points. I don't know what they're doing. They must have stopped playing the zone. They kicked the hell out of Nebraska yesterday, I think. And uh, but yeah, it's here's the deal. About every third game, they're giving you the big effort where they got a chance to win, and then they got the then they got the followed by the extreme clunkers. So uh, it's uh, I feel sorry for the guy. He's just trying like hell. And finally, when he knew they were going to lose it, he just. Uh, yeah. Get your season tickets. Get your season yeah. tickets. Buy low. You know, right. if, if, if from a distance, it sounded loud in there last night, but they only announced nine, which means six, right? They should <laughs> pump in crowd noise like the Metrodome 25 yes, years ago. Or <laughs> the new place. The new place will pump some noise in there, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, All right Pat. We got to run. We'll yeah. catch you uh, tomorrow, sir. All right. See you. All right, there it is. Uh, Royce Unchained, everything he does throughout the week on the Royce Unchained podcast feed. See you guys.